This is your wake up call. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impact in the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother. We in the- Charlemagne. Hey, good morning, guys. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Here by myself this morning. Well, good morning to you guys. It's Friday. Yes, we got a great show planned for you as soon as my uh, co-hosts come in. Two Chains will be joining us this morning. He has a new album that's out today, so we're going to kick it with Two Chains. And also Steve Stout. Yeah, Steve Stout, of course, he has a new I guess it's a label called United Masters. He has a new artist called Chopper, so we'll be kicking it with him as well. What up, Yee? Hey, MV. How How you know the show started. No, you didn't know. It starts at 6 o'clock every morning Eastern time, you know? It just turns 6 o'clock now. It's actually 6 o'clock. Yeah, I'm out there. But you're late. You're late. late. I was here. I was in another room. No, how you feeling? I'm still a little sick, but I feel better. Okay. Did you go to the doctor? You said you were going to the doctor yesterday. So yesterday I had yet another packed day. Now shout out to my alma mater, Wesleyan. We had a whole panel yesterday. Uh, one of my friends, Krishana, she wrote a book, We Come as Girls, We Leave as Women. It's a fictional novel. Mm-hmm. So we had a panel yesterday being that it's Women's History Month today uh, starts that. And then last month was Black History Month. So on the cusp of that, we had a great panel yesterday, all women just discussing storytelling and the importance of storytelling for black women. But did you go to the doctor, though? I didn't have time. Are you going today? Uh, today, I'm on another oh, wow. panel. <laughs> I'm actually going to be doing a fireside chat with Kenya Moore from okay. Real Housewives of Atlanta. All right. And that is for our black women in tech. Panel. Can you go get Yee some medicine? Because I, I would hate to hear Yee passed out or something. Like, you got to go to the doctor, <clears throat> Yee. You've been sick for two weeks now. I've been too busy. You might have the flu or something. Please go to the I doctor. I don't have the flu, but I'm going to tell you. How do you know you don't have the flu? You self-medicating yourself? How you I know? do feel better. You know how I know I feel better? Wow. When you had the chunky phlegm yes. starts coming out. That means you're feeling better, right? It's, oh, my everything's goodness. Everything's coming out of you. Oh, me. my goodness. Shout out to the uh, students at Stockton University. I was out in Stockton University yesterday in Atlantic City. Now, this is going to sound stupid, right? But I don't know what came first, the Monopoly game or Atlantic City. I don't, I don't know if they got... Because in, in the Monopoly game, you know, you have Boardwalk, Park, Park Avenue, Ventnor, and all those different streets. But that's the whole Atlantic City. So, you know, as I'm, you know, buying property in Atlantic City, like, I'm buying Monopoly. And it feels like I'm buying a Monopoly board. Like, I'm, I just put an offer for something on Park Avenue. I just looked at something in Vietnam. And I'm like, this is amazing to me. I'm like, my kids would love this because we love Monopoly. I'm like, this is crazy to me. This is, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, Atlantic City, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know. But it, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I, I really did. Nobody else cares. Nobody else got it. Not, all right, F y'all. Then. I'm sorry, I zoned out. But shout out to the students at Stockton <laughs> University. We actually trying to do something. Uh, I was, I think I told you guys before, you know, I do the the, the real estate thing and, and Stockton University, I believe, houses or has 10,000 students, but the main campus in Atlantic City only houses like 500 students. So they need more rooming for, for the students and for the kids to go to school. So that's always a, a great investment if you can to get in there and, you know, find some, you know, build some stuff for the students to have. So we were out there looking at that yesterday. So shout to everybody in Atlantic City. Shout to Marty Moore. We'll be back 
and doing some more things. But let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about yet another person, Dog Park Debbie. Find out what Dog Park Debbie did to deserve this title. Dog Park Debbie. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. And uh, if you're on the East Coast... It's snowing. It came out of nowhere. I didn't, I think didn't it was know it was going to be snowing today either. I woke up this morning, walked outside, no hat on, and it was coming it's down. It's nasty. So give yourself a little extra time. I know Charlemagne is going to be late because I'm sure hard. he didn't give himself extra time. It's stripped too hard. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, what are we starting off with, you? Well, let's start off with Dog Park Debbie. This was in Massachusetts. Now, a woman has now gone viral. She called the cops on a black man because his dog was humping her dog at a dog park. Really? Now, Franklin Baxley, who's 42 years old, posted the cell phone footage on his Facebook page showing the women uh, just getting so upset and even calling the cops. Honestly, I'm just trying you're not trying to, to help trying me. To tell you no, you're not trying to help are. me. I know the rules. You're not I, the, the, the dogs. Rules. I'm obeying the rules. What yeah, are you talking about? You I'm right here. Allow your dog aggressively on top of another. The dog. dogs hump each other every day. And and I took him off. The, I took him off. I know it's my opinion, but you don't call the cops over it. That's, That's all I'm law. saying. That's pretty stupid. Now, if you have a dog, especially a male dog, and you don't get him neutered. Like, my dog is not neutered. My dog will hump anything. My like, dog's a female, and she humps everything, too. Your dog humps? Yeah, Please? she does. Really? That's a female yeah. dog? Yeah, she she had this stuffed, um, like, crocodile toy. And she's and she humping? she hump it. Yeah, absolutely. A, a fee, you're female? Yeah. I didn't. I never heard of that. But my they dog, definitely do. They my, hump your leg. My dog is, of course, is a German Shepherd. Well, one of my dogs is a German Shepherd. And Chuck Norris is his name. He will hump anything. He will hump your leg, your foot, your shoe, another dog. He probably, if he caught a squirrel, he'll hump a squirrel. Yeah, like, female dogs you can get just horny, tell he's too, horny, not just men. I don't know, but I didn't, <laughs> I've never seen him hump, like, the hump in motion. Like, I mean, and when I say he goes in, he be going in. Well, Dog Park Debbie would definitely call the cops on your dog then. And my dog will hump her, too. All right, now YouTube has disabled comments on videos of kids because of safety concerns. They've turned off comments on tens of millions of videos because they're saying that they could be subject to predatory behavior. That's smart. Now, what happens is people are going on videos of kids who are doing things like gymnastics, yoga, and some users are leaving comments specifying what times minors are seen in compromising positions, which is making it easier for pedophiles to find clips of young kids performing these activities. So now they have disabled those comments to make it not as easy for things like that to happen. What's wrong with these sick, disgusting people well, in people this are world? People are disgusting. Yeah. And, and that Momo thing was, was fake, huh? The lady, that that person that was the fake and they're saying she was on YouTube telling kids to hurt themselves. They're yeah, saying the that that was fake. Or something teaching like that. kids how to commit suicide. I didn't, I don't know if it they was They said fake it was a hoax, so I'm not sure, but okay. All right, now let's talk about Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. He is pleading not guilty hmm? to soliciting prostitution. He has entered a plea of not guilty to two counts of that. And he is seeking a non-jury trial. He was charged following a sex trafficking investigation of these day spas and massage parlors in Central Florida. That all started when a health inspector saw some curious things that suggested that women might be living at the actual day spa. So we'll see what happens. The charge is a first-degree misdemeanor, which is punishable by up to one year in jail, a $5,000 civil penalty, and a mandatory 100 hours of community service. I guess you got to plead not guilty, but if they got you on camera and they got you on tape, they got your car. Like, is that? I guess you just have to plead not guilty. You could say it wasn't me. What I miss? A Robert Kraft pleaded not guilty. I guess you. I guess you got to, right? You got to, even though they got you on camera and tape and all that other stuff. You have to, right? I mean, well, he's among twenty-five people. He was amongst the twenty-five people accused. Okay. 
All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning. Maybe you didn't know it was going to snow like it was. And and you were a little late. Nobody knew it was going to snow, clearly. No. The roads weren't clear. Horrible. No salt on the road. Nope. No nothing. Nope. But I gave myself a little extra time this morning because I had to listen to Solange album. So I wanted the vibe to that. Oh. Yeah. What you think? I think it's a great project. It's mm. a great vibe. My wife's going to love it. I love Solange. You saw she um, re- re- she relaunched Black Planet? That's not going to work, though. I'm not, I listen, I love blackness like a mother <laughs> effer. But ain't nobody going on Black Planet, bro. They might. No. They, they got right. not, not right to figure out how to repackage it. Well, we live in an era of digital minimalism. So, you know, it's more and more people scaling back from social media. We're not about to add another uh, website. Unless Black Planet is offering something that we can't get nowhere else. But you know what? Black Planet's been around for such a long time. Longer than a lot of these other sites. And people have had their profiles on there for so long. Remember when when Justin Timberlake tried to relaunch MySpace? Yeah, they tried that. That that was all bad. I think they tried to launch Black Planet before, too. Yeah, they did. I mean, it never went away. Uh They're just... Is she trying to relaunch Black Planet or she just got a Black Planet page? It's a difference. Well, she's know. the person that they're using as a spokesperson to relaunch it. So that campaign that you saw was officially with Black Planet. It wasn't... I didn't even see the campaign. Oh, you didn't see it? <laughs> no. Oh. I, just, I just heard you say it just now. Wow. All right. Well, get it off your chest. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This this is Andrew Beck from Boston. Andrew from Boston. What's up, bro? What's good? Everything's good, man. How you? How you? Uh, Envy, Charlemagne, Yee. How's everybody? Everybody's blessed, man. It's National National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. You mad aggressive, man, for too early, man. Why why are you so aggressive? It's Friday. You should be chill, man. Just calm and everything. Man, don't tell that man how to be. Oh, man, it's about balance, man. We got to be on our toes out here, man. I saw that. That really sad story about the young girl in Boston who went missing. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> that's part of my job, actually, right now. But um, what? they found a body in Delaware. So oh, sad. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. What's your, your police officer? Nah, so I'm in the military, but okay. uh, right now I'm a National Guard, so we work with, with, with big incidents like that when it's out of mm. state type of stuff. <clears throat> okay. Got you. Well, be yeah, safe out yeah. there, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. But I wanted to give um a shout-out, man. I'm coming off of military orders and um first shot 352 people applied to this uh firefighter position mm-hmm. and i got selected on the first shot man Congrats, I mean, man I, yeah yeah so you know that's, that's why dope. I'm so aggressive we got to be aggressive towards our goals sometimes be so i want to give a aggressive. shout out to anybody be out there struggling aggressive yeah sometimes about be balance so a g g r e s s i aggressive be aggressive you too be aggressive Ralph. <laughs> no, nah, Ross. Oh, well, all right, Ross. They put Ralph here. But, yo, I, 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 I've been where you at right now, bro. You you, you stuck in Manhattan and you can't find a gas station. I've been there. Exactly. It's hard to find that. Charlamagne mm-hmm. and guy, Angela Lee. I remember. I remember yeah. Example. So, like, yeah, we can't find a gas station. What street like, you on? Yeah, wait, what street? <laughs> I'm on, uh, I don't even, this is 11th Avenue right now. 11th, I'm right here, it says La Columbia, Columbia. You ain't no gas station. Oh, yeah you, yeah, you all the way down. I think there's one on 23rd on the east side. On the west side, you got a couple more, like, on the on the 40th. First of all, don't listen to Envy. Envy gives y'all the wrong traffic every morning, okay? I haven't given traffic in three years. Oh, exactly. That, they made you stop. So, listen, <laughs> you better Google. Google's your friend, bro. I, I, I'm trying to Go Google. Go on ways. Like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the best economist New York ever had, but like, that's no. the DOD, we, the government paying for this, so I'm just trying to figure out what, where's the gas station? Well, be careful, because, you know, with the Google, they haven't updated those gas stations, and they sold a lot of them gas stations, to but high-rises, I've been there before, bro. All right, thank you, though. Good luck. Use Waze. Use your Waze app. Yeah, thank you, sir. All right. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Gator from North Carolina. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, I want to talk about Dog Park Debbie. Uh, let me talk about me. I have uh, a 150-pound Rottweiler, purebred bull master mix. Mm-hmm. If you let your dog up my dog, now, <laughs> I got a, I, now I got a litter of dogs that's a mutt. So, yes, I would be very upset if you let your dog hump my dog in the dog park because now I my dog loses I mean, do, certification. Do we let our dogs hump other dogs, though? It's kind of like... That's what dogs they, do. Yeah, they just start and you kind of pull have them to stop off. Them. Like, yeah. You have to let the dog Once complete. they do it. He, like he did, he pulled the dog off. Yeah, but dogs get stuck, too, though, so that's not easy. Dogs get so stuck yeah, together. Was, not that fast. They, yes, they do. No, it's that fast. You're yeah, crazy. Y'all can tell y'all from the city. But, but, but in the same token, my man, he was aggressively following those little white females. Sorry, I'm a black dude. You just don't argue with females. You just don't argue with females. I don't know what you have. I don't even know know the whole story. I don't don't know what y'all talking about. I heard heard a little bit of it. Uh, Yeah, she was, uh, she called the cops on him because her dog was, his dog was humping her dog in the dog park. That is correct. So yes, I would be upset. I would have to almost punt kick his dog off my dog. I would don't call the cops. He did take his dog he off her he dog. He pulled his dog off. Hey, what's the charge though? Like, what's the charge when your dog humps another dog without consent? No charge. That's what I'm saying. What's the charge? Like, what I do I get know. charged? You just wasted know. these cops' time. Nah, I don't. I, I don't but know. That, but now you're possibly ruining my female dog. Because you, you didn't train your dog. I get dog. it, though. I understand why you would be mad at that, especially if you got a red dog. You don't want no random dog just humping on your dog. I get it. Well, stay away from my dog. My dog will hump dogs, cats, squirrels, bears, you. people. He don't hump me. He, I don't know. He don't like me. He don't hump me. But anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello? Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Kia. Kia got a birthday tomorrow. Kia got a birthday tomorrow. What you about to yes. do is the weekend. I got a lot planned. I'm not going to get into detail, but it's going to be a turn up. Uh-oh. What you, what you going to do? Where you, gonna, where, where you at? Where you from, first of all? <laughs> Newport News, Virginia. Oh, 757. So what you doing out there? You going to the Broadway? You going to the beach? What you doing? I'm doing a lot. Oh, you want a lot. Yeah. I, listen, if I told y'all everything, I'd be here all day. Ooh, okay. You <laughs> got a boot? You, you got a boot to celebrate actually, it with? Yes, I do. But it's the first time I've had like an actual birthday in like three years because, you know, I was pregnant a lot. So. Well, that's good. Now you about to get some birthday sex and get pregnant again. Yep. Oh, Lord. No, no. I'm done. Thank you. All my kids are under four. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm sorry, under five. <laughs> How many oh. kids you got? I have three. Okay. Well, congratulations. My daughter's birthday was yesterday, so, you know, we're a couple days apart. All right. Well, happy birthday. Enjoy your day, mama. They all from the same Thank baby you. daddy? Uh, no. All three different baby daddies? Oh, yeah. They all have the same baby daddy, but no, that's that, that's not who I'm with now at the moment. Oh, got you, got you. Okay, well, enjoy your yeah. born day tomorrow. Go find somebody's candle to blow out, boo. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all have a good day. All right. You too. Ty. Yo, what's good? What's up, Ty? Why are you upset, Ty? Get it off your chest. Okay, I want to know, IRS, where is my money? Like, I don't know <laughs> how... 
long time. I know y'all ain't got these problems. You know, y'all up there sitting on racks. That's not true. About? And I haven't even done my taxes yet. Yeah, me neither. But when I file and then, yeah... I write off a lot and things that I that I should be writing off. And you think I don't want my money? I want my money or I, or I pay my money. Yeah, the difference well, is I just don't want to owe. Like, we on good time. You know, we, we got over here uh, surviving from check to check. I seen Donald Trump tweet IRS means can't refunding, you know, you know, S-H-I-T. Like, he did not. Donald Trump did not tweet that. What fake Donald Trump page do you follow? He did not tweet that. I saw it on Instagram. Oh, Listen, uh, we're, all, we're, we're all just out here trying to make it. My mama told me a long time ago, just be happy that you're making a living, okay? You know how much you're getting back? I can't disclose that I'm out on the radio, you know? But I'm you already saying? know. <laughs> so you know what you're expecting, though? I do know. Okay. How much Gucci you plan to buy with that refund <laughs> check? I'm not doing no Gucci. We support all black businesses. All right. That's <laughs> what I like to hear. You, gonna, you own a house yet? You going to get ready to do a big purchase? Oh, I'm buying some booze. Okay, I'm being irresponsible. I'm go- <laughs> I ain't scared to admit it. All right. Boobs. She gonna boobs. get some boobs. She get her breast implants. Oh, you might as well buy Gucci. That's a, it's just, it, what's wrong with you? Why? What's the point? Why? Why you need? Why you need boobs for? Thank you, mama. Why? You went your tax money and buy boobs? That's what she wants. That's what she wants. No, ain't y'all ain't y'all supposed to be encouraging her to invest in something better? Listen, I ain't gonna tell her what to do boobs with her money. Boobs cost about fifteen thousand dollars. You can go buy some property with that. How much boobs? You, how much boobs cost? It's five thousand. Oh, you getting a bad boob man, job too, man. Exactly. <laughs> you gonna get what? what you pay for. Yeah, they're gonna be dropped to your knees, man. One <laughs> gonna be bigger than the other one. Yeah, it's gonna be all bad, man. Would you leave Watch. her alone? <laughs> when you have kids, the milk ducks ain't gonna work. Hey, Not at all. it's her body. <laughs> she could do what she wants. Where you going to get this boob job? You going out the country, mama? Oh, no, they said that's the worst place to go. Where you, where you going? The Bronx. She's going, she going to the Bronx. She's 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 going to She's going to the same place. Baby. Don't worry. I come up the club and I blow up. Y'all gonna see how good my boo job is. Oh, Lord. All right, man. All have right, a blessed day. We tried. Good luck, Lord mama. knows we tried. Go we tried. buy a house instead of some boobs, Lord, mama, please. mercy. Man. $2,500 a t- Get it off your boobs. <laughs> 800-585-1051. If you need to get it off your chest, you can hit us up at any time. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Jordan Woods on Red Table Talk. You know that's out today, and I'll tell you what they are reportedly saying is happening on that show. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Money. We're having a heated discussion behind the scenes. <laughs> Ain't no damn heated discussion. Monopoly money. Because uh, DJ Envy, t- ask the question. Go ahead. Tell him what you want to know. No, I said, uh, it's not what I want to know. Is yesterday I was out in Atlantic City, and I just realized that a lot of the streets in the Monopoly game is same as, as Atlantic City. And what was the question Vietnam? you asked? I didn't ask a question. I said, this, yes, you did. We oh, got this morning. Audio. Oh, yes. no, this morning. I didn't, I didn't know if... Atlantic City was built off of the Monopoly game because it was rich people that We're built Atlantic City for city. casinos. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. So I, didn't, I didn't know what You don't know what came first, Atlantic City or Monopoly? I didn't know if Atlantic City was built off the Monopoly game or the Monopoly game was built off Atlantic City. I, I don't know who <laughs> built Atlantic City or why it was built. I honestly don't know. Well, so I was city, asking a question. Atlantic City was founded in 1854. Oh, there you go. Well, now we know. Yeah. When was Monopoly founded? Uh, 1852. The, the, well, the earliest known game was like 1904. It was patented in 1904, but existed as early as 1902. 1904. So I honestly didn't know. So that's a good question. Well, what's what's good wrong question. with that? No, I didn't know. <laughs> it's not a good question. I didn't bro. know. And most people didn't even know Atlantic City is 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 based off the game. If the game is based off Atlantic City, maybe that. Most people but didn't know. 
Right. So what's what's the problem? What if came asking? first, Monopoly or I Atlantic City? Know. I what honestly didn't know. What came first, Hungry Hippo or Hippopotamuses? <laughs> <laughs> I think that God made hippopotamuses based off the Hungry Hippo game. You guys are stupid. <laughs> you guys are stupid. I don't. I don't. I don't see the problem with the question, especially since most people don't know that the game is based off Atlantic City. That's not what the question. You <laughs> keep trying to move the goalposts. I, I what you know. said Can I was, do my rumor report? First, I don't want to hear this I no more. I mean, uh, I'm a zone out again. Can we please do the rumor? Just like report? I'm certain. I'm sure there's some places built off somebody's ideas that they seen somewhere else and they oh built a place. Up. Can I That's do rumors? Oh God! I can't ask a question. Anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk about a rapper being arrested. It's this is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Black Boy JB has gotten arrested on gun and drug charges. He turned himself in because authorities said that he was wanted on criminal possession of a firearm and various drug and paraphernalia possession charges. That sounds about right. So now he has turned himself in. So uh, he did share some videos to Instagram before he actually contacted the police as well. I always feel like rappers uh, who get caught with drugs and stuff and guns, they can't afford security. No, I think they can afford security, but some people just don't want to have security everywhere they go. They don't want to go to the mall and have security. They don't want to go to the store and have security. So people feel they got to protect themselves. I don't want. Also, he's kind of a newer artist, so sometimes you make those mistakes early on in the game, and and then you realize it's better to be proactive, obviously, and do that beforehand. And it's better to know the gun laws in the state that you are in. Yeah, as well, we don't know exactly what happened yet, so we'll we'll find out. All right, now, Jordan Woods, as you know, is going to be on Red Table Talk today, and they're saying, according to sources familiar with the show, she is going to apologize to Khloe Kardashian on the show. She said that she was not drunk when she hooked up with Tristan Thompson, and she just made a mistake. Also, she felt comfortable speaking on that issue with Jada Pinkett Smith because they have a very close relationship with the family, and Jada Pinkett Smith was very non-judgmental with everything. All apology will probably be accepted, but friendship will be done. Can't trust you after that. Now, Khloe Kardashian, in the meantime, is, of course, in her feelings. She was on her Instagram story, and she posted a couple of things about cheaters. She said, you ever notice people would rather stop speaking to you instead of apologizing when they've done something wrong? Remember, they cheated because they wanted to, they lied because they could, and now they're sorry because they got caught. It's always about them. You did nothing to cause or deserve it. She also posted, dear God, I am going through a rough patch in my life right now, but I trust in you. Please help me unfold what you are trying to teach me in this storm. I believe that even in this storm, there is a powerful message that I can take to help strengthen me. She's wrong about some of that, though. You cheat because you could. No, what she say? You cheat because you wanted to. You yeah. uh, you cheated because you wanted to. That's a fact. You lied because you could. No, I lied because I got caught. And now you're sorry because you got caught. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That's accurate. Right. That's pretty, yeah. Yes. Pretty accurate. Basically, don't blame yourself because somebody cheated on you. It's not your fault. And you fault. can be sorry you hurt your woman's feelings. You know now, I mean? now, the other rumor is that Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are having some issues. Travis Scott postponed his Astro World concert in Buffalo. That was supposed to be last night. He said he was sick, but they're saying, really, Kylie accused him of cheating, and now he had to stay in L.A. to deal with those accusations, according to TMZ. Now, Travis Scott's reps say that he did not cheat on Kylie, but he did end up flying back to the East Coast to surprise her and Stormy. And allegedly, they were at her house, and she claimed that she discovered evidence that he cheated, and that's when they got into an argument. And that argument continued until yesterday. We don't know the evidence, but anybody would, if, if, hey, if your family's in, in 
going through a little trouble, you, you got to do what you got to do. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And, you know, I tried the new flavors of orange vanilla Coke and orange vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. Yeah, you heard that right. And I have to tell you, it's a great combination of Coke, orange, and vanilla flavor. Head to your closest retailer today and try them out. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Oh, man, unfortunate situation about a, a young lady who was missing, and we'll tell you what happened. We'll give you some information. This all started in Boston. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? A really unfortunate situation. Now, they uh, have arrested a suspect in Jassy Korea's kidnapping case. She had went out. She's 23 years old, and she was last seen leaving Venue Nightclub, which is um, in Boston, the theater district. Mm -hmm. And they reported her missing. And a very unfortunate situation. They did find her in the trunk Ah. of Louis D. Coleman III's car. He has been located and placed under arrest in Delaware. That happened yesterday evening. The police said a body has been recovered and they are waiting a positive identification at this time. So the cause and manner of death are pending 23 years old. Yes, he was in Delaware when he got arrested. So according to her father... Uh, he told the Boston Globe his daughter went out Saturday night with two female friends and a man. We don't know if that man was Coleman. And according to the police, that's last time she was seen was early Sunday morning after leaving that nightclub. Well, if he murdered that girl, I hope he lives long. I hope he lives long and suffers in prison and dies a horrible death. Right. Damn. Our condolences. So sad. Uh, her family, Jassy Korea. Now, Dog Park Debbie, a white woman from Massachusetts, has gone viral, and that is because she called the cops on a black man because his dog was humping hers. So now they're calling her Dog Park Debbie. Here's what Franklin Baxley had to say. Honestly, I'm just trying you're not trying to, to help trying me. To tell you no, you're not trying to help are. me. I know the rules. You're not I, the, the, the dogs. Rules. I'm obeying the rules. What are you yeah, talking about? You I'm right can't here. Allow your dog aggressively on top of another. The dog. dogs hump each other every day, and opinion. I took him <laughs> off. I took him off. I know it's my opinion, but you don't call the cops over it. That's, That's all I'm law. saying. He took his dog off the other dog. It wasn't, you know, that's what happens. Your dog goes, tries to hump another dog, and then you go grab him like, stop it. What is the police supposed to do, though? I like, don't know. What, what, what are the police supposed Arrest to do? Arrest the dog? Dogs get stuck. What do you do when a dog <laughs> goes to sleep with another person's dog without consent? But if the dog humps one time, he pulls it off, and then he humps again, that and pulls be, it no, off, then it humps it three times. I mean, like. getting stuck by the, the first time or the second time anyway. I'm just saying, what are the police supposed to do? What is the charge? There's he no also, charge. according to Franklin, he said then an, another dog came and humped his dog. That's right, and no baby. One, and no one said anything. Orgy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He also said that she was uh, saying that he was threatening her and following her around, but he said, I'm following my dog around because I'm the dog's owner. Not following you. Everybody's following their dog around. Relax. The last person, we need to be talking to the cops. I need to know how the cops responded to this. I need to know well, what Well, he said, he told the cop, I don't know why he's doing this, uh, why she's doing this, and... Uh, he says, I'm, he, I'm used to it. So. There's no charge. Is there a charge on the books for something like this? There can't be. I don't know. I'm not responsible for my dog sleeping with another dog. Dogs sleep with each other all the time, B. What he said is real. Dogs hump each other all the time, B. Okay? Right. It is what it is. All right, and Robert Kraft, speaking of humping, he has pleaded not guilty to soliciting prostitution. The owner of the New England Patriots, he is one of 25 people who are accused of actually... Uh, 
soliciting prostitution, and he is saying that he is not guilty. So we shall see what happens with this investigation. Well, I've been thinking about this, right? Okay. Now, they're saying that the lady that did these acts was the owner. The business manager, yeah. What happened if the business manager just liked him, and he did that, and he said, okay, you know, Here's a little something to clean up your, you know, I, I ruined your shirt. So here's a little something to clean your shirt to get a new shirt. Our happy endings could be on the secret menu at this massage parlor, like they are at a lot of massage parlors. Well, you know, but the real issue is that um, they saw that these women are living in the massage parlor. This wasn't one of the This is the owner. No, but I'm talking about they, that's how the investigation even started. Yeah, it's like So it, it is not, I think, if you are soliciting prostitution and you're going to these massage parlors, you don't know under what conditions. I, I, I told y'all from the beginning, they put a lot of sauce on this story. It's literally like going to the trap house to buy weed and then the feds bust the trap house. I'm just here to buy a dime back. Okay, Robert Kraft was just in there getting a little rubbing tub. Okay? <laughs> he didn't know. Because it was the owner. It was the business manager. That he's probably been there before. Yeah, and you know, hey, you know, she she likes me. She did an act, and I said, "Here's a little something." So you know, here's a little lunch. See you tomorrow. I'll be back. I, 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 exactly. He know where to go. He been there. Before. I don't know. I can't make it with lunch to you. My team got you know is playing in this playoff game, but you know, next time dinner on me. I mean, but yeah, this, this charge is not gonna stick anyway, though. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> sticking it's, it's, it's a misdemeanor. Like, come on, this guy's a billionaire. He'll eat that. Hey, <laughs> Yo, okay. hey uh, that's your that. front page news. That's, 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 that's kinky if you're gonna eat it. All right, now when we come back. Two Chains will be joining chains. us. Two Chains, his album is out today. Rapper, go to the league. I've been listening to Two Chains for a long time. Listening to Two Chains when he was Titty Boy with Player Circle. Uh, this is absolutely Two Chains' best body of work. It's not even close. All right, we'll best get into album. that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Two Chains. Yes, yes. Thank What's you up, for my brother? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Fifth studio album, man. One of the most consistent artists around. Thank you, darling. I have to say, because we love Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, but this new album, I just got it last night, so we were all listening to it together, and amazing. Let me tell you something, man. I've been amazing. A, I've been, you know, I've been a Player Circle fan. I've been with you since the Trappavelli tapes and ride with you for a long time. This is your best album, and yeah. it's not even close. Do you feel that way? No, no doubt about it. Who gets the credit for this being the best body of work? Is it you? Is it Tech? Is it LeBron? Is it a team effort? No. Well, you know, uh, Tech just really, like, answers phone calls. I mean, he does more. <laughs> he, he does more on that. But then he asks me, what you think about this? So he can't take the credit for that. And then, you know, LeBron obviously getting the um, the moniker or the title of A&R, this project, was definitely my idea. But, you know, he went in there turning knobs or yeah, anything. Yeah. He didn't have time to, like, you know, send me beats or anything. It was a... I brought him on board for a couple of different reasons, but but this rapper go to the league was something that I, I worked on for over a year. Like, you know, pretty girls like trap music did very well. We essentially had, you know, damn near a Statue of Liberty in a pink trap house in Atlanta. It was right. basically the same type of effect as the Eiffel Tower. Just as people, you know, this is way after the album. People still following the campaign. Um, these ideas, they, they just keep going. They keep working. They they employ people. You know what I mean? And so with rapper go to the league. I had to find a way to connect the dots, and that's why you see this yellow crate on the um, album cover because this was this is kind of where I came from, like um, a low socioeconomic. Oh, they bought it in here. Yeah, yeah. we got a yellow crate. Yeah, yeah. So basically, sometimes it's either a milk crate or a bike ram, but basically you're using you know what you have to, to get certain results. You know what I'm saying? So prior to getting a basketball goal, 
we used to we were hooping things like you know like this mm-hmm. and stuff. Why did basketball play such a role in this album? So I call it rapper go to the league, but it's actually an, an an oxymoron. I wanted to really show people that they can do more than just have a wicked crossover or be able to hold certain notes, and that's why I started these Black Now stories mm-hmm. to um inform people of people who are currently living right now, real time inspiration. They don't know how to. Uh, do a layup they don't know how to do any of these things and they're successful and they're also african-americans so on this album i try to teach a little bit more i try to have a little bit more substance more concepts because i love concepts and so rapper go to the league was something like it was almost like clickbait you mm-hmm. know what i mean and then when i bring in lebron who has the same similar campaign of more than an athlete so i had an idea i'm like this guy already supports hip-hop he already supports the culture why not Add this A and R to his resume. That so what did LeBron thing. say when you hit him up and was like, "Yo, I want you to A and be the A and R." Surprisingly, he was with it. He was cool with it. You know what I'm saying? He was cool with it because I already told him that I was going to give him the credit. I obviously was going to pay him. And one of the things I brought him in for was like I had more than enough songs. I over record on purpose. You know what I'm saying? And so then it was about getting the outside ear to hear the concept of the album and just try to narrow down songs to fit up under this umbrella. You know, like I probably chose from between 21 and 25 songs and narrowed it down to 14 mm-hmm. with, with his assistance. What songs did he pick specifically? <laughs> I want to know what kind of air Bron got. Um, <laughs> uh, he obviously liked uh, NCAA. Okay. Um, Tough he liked, tune. He liked $2 Bill. Tough tune. He liked Whip. Um, I Tough can talk tunes. about all these things, right? I could, uh, yeah. Mama Hit a Lick. Mm-hmm. Oh. He liked. With Kendrick. Yeah. Threat. Hey, okay. Threat. Okay. What about sequencing? Like putting yeah. that song with Marsha Ambrose yeah. first. How did how did you guys collaborate on that, or is that that was an idea that actually he had for a long time? Like mm-hmm. we met out here in New York and played some songs, and I had this Marsha song for kind of some time, but it, it it was hard for me to put it out, and I didn't know where to put it when I put it out because originally I thought maybe this could be an outro, but it had so much weight to it, it had so much substance. And I said, why not start off my um, album with that kind of emotion? It talks about death in the intro. You know what I mean? It talks about... Um, Lil' Fate's son. Yeah, it talks yeah. about my partner, Lil' Fate's son, passing away. My homie Big, um, his son passed away last year in August. He was about to be 18 in September, and he, he died to gun violence. And these are like my friends. I went to school with them, and then and now their kids are getting killed. And it's like, there's nobody that I know can explain that feeling. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody that I know can explain that feeling. And I got phone calls both times mm-hmm. when your homeboy calls you and and their child has been taken away from it's some of the most harshest pain I've ever I've ever heard or felt in my life. So I wanted to get straight into that, letting people know, oh, this is a different album from Change. This is a different direction. When when Little Fate calls you and says that, how do you even console your man in a situation like that? Could you describe how you felt? You say you were shaking and all that. How do you console your man in a situation well, like that? Well, I knew you pull I, up on like he actually had a kid like the ninth grade. He was popping, you know what I mean? Right. He had a kid in the ninth grade, kind of grew up with him, and he was twenty one. You know, man. he was twenty one years old, and, and somebody shot and killed him. You know, we went to the the funeral, and it's just it's just it's hard to just relive that. Like the last one, big. That's my my big my partner. He's actually um. I got him working for TRU, my label, like doing A&R for some of the upcoming artists that I have. But like one of my other friends is blowing my phone up and he tell me, man, I heard Big Son just got killed. And so 60 seconds later, Big was calling me. So I started praying that the information was was untrue. And then while I was praying, Big, the phone hung up and then he called me back. And then when he called me back, he said, bro, somebody took my son away. And, and I was like, I heard this call. I heard this call before. I heard this pain before. 
I went straight out there to where he was, you know what I'm saying? I still beat myself up about it because I talked to him two weeks earlier. It was hard for me to connect with him because he was old and he was so cool and so like, I don't care if you two change, you know what I'm saying? And that that happens to me not that often, you know what I'm saying? I can really, this street stuff mixed with his psychology degree, I'm able to tap into a few things, but he he had a shield up. And I'm like, damn, Lil, when you think you you cooler than me? You know what I mean? And then I, I had to kick in the psychology. I remember he used to love football, and my studio is 20,000 square feet. So we played a little catch, worked on some spirals, and then we kind of talked about, like, what you want to do? You know what I'm saying? And the common thing that most young people want to do is rap. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, what else you want to do? Like, rap. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, come back. And, you know, I never, the next time I saw him, he was he was in a coffin. So that that's just disheartening. So I talk about that on the first song. I know that's probably not a normal way to start off an album, but. It's very hard to get past that record. I repeat that record over and over. Why do you call it forgiven, though? Because I, I think that that's something that we got to work on. You know, pride mm-hmm. and grudges is something that we all, I used to say black men, but I think we all have a problem with, like, holding grudges to the point where you forget why you don't even <laughs> with a person no more. <laughs> you got to think how many people in prison are in the graveyard because of pride. So for me, I guess I'm, I'm on some each one, teach one, just trying to lead by example. And it also takes a burden off of you when you can forgive certain things and not have that ego. No, yes, yeah, because I don't want to say this, but yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely held grudges to where I want to like get some get back, like mm-hmm. revenge, revenge. Have you let it go with whoever it is? Mm-mm. <laughs> it's like how you gonna teach people you can't <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a hard thing to do I'm starting to meet more and more black people to actually see therapists I didn't know you know what I'm saying you know how that's that crazy is. you got a psychology degree and you don't see that's that why too. I don't cause I think I know all the, the I think I know all the whoops I think I know yeah, how they yeah. gonna come and I'm gonna play too much defense instead of letting myself go so. I go once a week I heard you was crazy a nut I heard you was <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the bad reputation I heard you was <laughs> coming out of no, we are waiting to see some progress. Yeah. I don't know. It's taking yeah. a while. Yeah. It's good for you, though. It's just good to have somebody to talk, talk to, to, man. Yeah. That's all that, it that is. That can't tell your business. That's all. That's really what it is, man. Like, they legally can't tell that you're a scumbag or whatever. <laughs> like, bro, I did some f***ed <laughs> up shit. All right, let's get into a joint off the album. This one is called Forgiven, featuring Marsha Ambrosis. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Forgiven off the 2 Chains album. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. 2 Chains is here. Yee. So Ariana Grande has a feature on the album. Now, we saw when you said the whole thing with the um, the pink car in the video, and then you mm. did the remix, and now she's on the album. Was that already mm. something that was done, or was that something that was worked out after you guys established a relationship? It all happened post. She put out a video, obviously, had... It was pink, you know. Basically, it was pink. I didn't make up the color pink. People personally have been taking ideas from me a long time, and I feel like if I acknowledge them or say something, I'm being petty. So even when I posted something about should I go Big Draco, like it was just a thing because <laughs> Big Draco was making so many waves, right? <laughs> and then her management calls my management, and uh, it was it was cool vibes. He was like, "Shorty, wanna you know what I'm saying? Meet him, you know, have this conversation." So I pulled up to the studio, you know what I mean? We had maybe a three or four hour dialogue. That's about everything. And then we actually started working the same night, which was kind of different because I'm known to work with a lot of different hip hop, you know, artists and stuff like this. And so for her to be, and then I didn't recognize like, you know, how big she was, which is which is always good for me too. She's the most followed person on Instagram. Yeah, see, I had follow women on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I just started falling last night. So. That you put her over the top. Is that a is that a free feature? <laughs> yeah, did I have to pay? 
Yes. No, I don't have to pay. Okay. No. That should be the single too, by the That's way. That's a dope song. I was gonna say. If there song... is still such thing as a single, that should be the same. Yeah, I think it, I think it will be too. I, what I want to do with this project, which I've never done, is put out a whole body of work at one time, not just putting out a song to release. I, I I like the way it feels when you hear it all the way through. Obviously, it's people that's gonna skim through it, see a couple of features and some streaming to be up. But I'm talking about when the smoke settles. I wanted the project to be a well-organized um, body of work. As far as the song with Ariana, the song feels really good. She sings like an angel. I feel like it's going to be a number one record. Sampled the uh, A. Marie joint, yeah. Why the Fools Fall in Love. Yeah. You, you talk about selling uh, drugs to your mom on, on, on the album. Like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you still feel guilty about that? Mm-hmm. How have you come to terms with it? All right. Mm. You're always trying to dig in somebody, man. <laughs> what you mean? Therapy. Man? I'm about to find some <laughs> out about you. <laughs> that was a good ball in the album. I like yeah, introspective music. Yeah, it was, but I, I ain't able to deal with it yet. That's gotcha. as by the surface I can get. What, what's up with you and Jay? You say on, I think it's on Threat, you said uh, the beat so hard, Jay could have been on it. Why y'all ain't did the record yet? I, I just, I don't know. I, I, be, I You know, he's my favorite. I would love to work with him, you know. I tried to get him on this album. He told him, he said, maybe next album. So I'm, I'm just, we'll, we'll get it going. You know, I love what he did on Meek's project. I love that Pusher record he did. It's a few Ross records I like, a few Jeezy records I like. Record D, he did with Fab. So he gets busy on, on other people's stuff. So I'll be, I'm kind of. <laughs> he just named that. He's like, you, hello. Did you let me that yeah. Uh-huh. And he was like, maybe next time? Charlemagne. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? <laughs> the timing was not right. You know, this would have been like a bucket list. And um, I'm going to check it off one day. He know, he know I'm passionate about this music stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to the brunch. We had a good conversation. So Jay-Z might have missed out on this album. This is a great album. Like, I wanted it bad, but I didn't want to think like I was depending on it to to move the needle, you know? I, I'm, I'm down with earning my respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he know, I've told him all those things. You work with a lot of people. Hmm? I be wanting to play, play too, sometimes. Why do you feel underrated, though? Because, I mean, if you had to put... Because I am. You know I'm underrated, Charlamagne. Like, I don't, I'm underrated. I know I'm Depends underrated. you ask, though. If you do a survey, people asleep on me because they don't... Sometimes they don't understand it. It don't bother me. I've always been highly confident. It's a thin line between cockiness and confidence. And I sometimes, I straddle both of them. And so I'm, I know I know what I'm doing in the booth. I know I'm somebody that can rap with De La Soul. I can rap with YG, E, Ford, Lil Baby. I have such a wide range. Ariana Grande, I have such a wide range, you know, and people don't know how I'm going to come. I see they were saying that LeBron missed the game because of you. Because yeah. he was in the studio with you late at night. He yep. posted the Warriors game. The damn near midnight. Yeah. And then the next day, he didn't make it to the game. Do you take the blame for that? <laughs> because it's, it's not true. Right? <laughs> it's not true. I mean, he didn't, miss, he, he didn't miss the game, though. He also missed 16 to 18 games. I had nothing to do with it. He them, was in the Brown. studio. And it was for what? Over, the over man one this, Y'all know that man. Y'all see, a, y'all see a clip of that man in the studio with me. Maybe it, maybe it was an hour or something like this, and I had something to do with his groin being pulled. I can't get sucked into that. That's not why he missed the Warriors game, though. He said it was work overload. Nah, that ain't... That ain't, that ain't <laughs> album out Friday. All right, so the thing is, everybody keeps looking at the date and seeing what LeBron doing. Nobody's seeing what I'm doing on a date. Nobody even know if the date is official or not. I thought this was called the internet. I think, and this is what y'all be doing, this little thing that y'all play the internet every day? I think y'all... Don't y'all play on the internet every day? Yeah, yeah but nobody care about the truth when the live will entertain it. Man, I'm cool. I don't entertain it. <laughs> it's a funny story, though. I don't entertain it. I'm a Laker fan. You know, I want, I want them to make the playoffs. I'm a, I want Zoe to get back healthy. There's, there's, there's a few people 
that's doing what I do to, lo- to love the Lakers like I do. Let's talk about somebody. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the reason he didn't want to play. I only got like one more LeBron question, too. Was there any content you were scared to stay away from because <laughs> LeBron too. was the A&R? No, I just knew how I had to kind of have the ambience when he was around, you know, respectable, so it wasn't like not knock him off the pedestal of what he was doing to help me, you know what I mean? So obviously it wasn't no gas in the studio. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more conversational, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, I think we had, you know, a little red wine circulating, if that, you know what I mean? So it was just vibes. We've been doing this for over a year, so right. I gave LeBron a whole nother album that he has that's crazy. He has a whole nother project, and then I was working on this, and I'm like, bro, I'm finna switch this whole thing up, you know what I mean? And he still was asking about some of the records that's on the other project, but this is like what I felt like went together. So I'm sure he learned a lot about me during this process, mm-hmm. like me personally. Well, seeing that you're such a basketball fanatic that you even have LeBron A&R on your album, you know I had to get you to come to a Nets game in Brooklyn. Yeah, me and Angela went to the and Brooklyn we, game. Yeah. Where was the seats, though? No, nah, she's sitting out there. She got on, she got on feet, her foots on the wood. I have all access at the Barclays. Yeah, she would have known the leave a mother. <laughs> and, and then go sit courtside. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did yeah. leave. I left Charlamagne and Envy. I left the date once. Yeah, to go sit courtside. Left, left a guy she was on a you date left with. Left a date? Yes. <laughs> then go sit next to Jay Z and Kaiser. That's. Bitch, stay there. Don't bring it. Be like. Yeah. You just stay right where you are. But nah, I mean. No, they treat us good there. So, and my nets yeah. are doing well this season. So yeah. I'm happy about that. Appreciate the invitation. All right, when we come back, we're going to get into a Two Chains mini mix. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Two Chains mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Two Chains is in the building. Charlemagne? Now, uh, I said me is another reflective record. You refer to yourself as a drug dealer, a killer, and a, a real But it seems like you're more than all of that at, at, at this point. So so what are you, 2 Chainz? Um, 2 Chainz, I'm a great father, a great husband. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, I'm a musician. I have a lot of adjectives to describe me. Tall, dark, handsome. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Virgo. I enjoy long walks in the bank. <laughs> Doing pretty good. I'm, I'm all those things. The things I talk, the album is very reflective. You know, um, I use past tense a lot of my music because I'm obviously not trapping right now. Mm-hmm. But these are some of the things my my kids really listen to my music now. Like I just you got it, yeah. just got the phone with my son. He he told me some hey. Young Juice, because that was on Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. <laughs> and so they thought it was funny that me and him going back on the phone to my, hey, he like, hey. I'm like, hey. And that was like, but that's my old album. I, and he three. And so it's like, when I got my wife the new car, I ain't getting no TVs this time on purpose, because my kids would watch TV the whole day to school. The whole day. I'm like, man, they need to look out the Wonder song. Mm-hmm. So now they don't want to look out the Wonder still. They just want to hear music. And so they going to listen to my album. So I don't say, like, and and stuff like that too much. Like, I try to find creative ways to talk about even sex and things like that. I obviously still do. But when you got a 10-year-old asking me, did you just say two girls in the pool kissing? And like, did I say two girls in the pool kissing? I ain't see. What you, what you doing? <laughs> you know, and I can't make them stop listening. They got iPhones and stuff. So I'm like, when my daughter asked me what a drug dealer was, I, I told her me. Because obviously I don't live the same way I lived before they got here. But, it's, you know, kids are exposed to so much anyway. Yeah, you can't play with kids like that. You're playing yourself. I had a threesome in the seventh grade. That's no cap. God damn. Yeah, so don't don't play with kids like that. How kids, old were the girls? They was, they was 12 and 13, too. Well, my, the first, when I was in seventh grade, I, I I could probably say their name. They might try to sue me. No, don't yeah, do don't that. do that. Please yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Might, be, might be 
He eating an ugly by now. Facebook. <laughs> 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 Be like, she was fine in seventh grade. Like, boy, this was who you was bragging about? I don't even want that smoke. They, you know who you are. They like, might come out and do a video now just because. Yeah, we the, we the, we we the, the ones. ones. <laughs> <laughs> we the ones. <laughs> but you didn't even know what she was doing anyway in seventh yeah, grade. No, I, I did. I did. So that was my, the threesome was the second time I had sex. The first time I was a little like, it was a ninth grader. And I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? So then I thought I was, you know, I told everybody, don't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> hey, bro, I hit Don't tell nobody. Yeah. I told everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in elementary. She in high school. Cut my ward off ASAP. No more of that. So then now I'm searching for, I done had a little pee. I'm a dog, a full, full-fledged dog now. And uh, these two little girls, they was they was fast. They was watching flicks, and they called me. I was shooting ball. They called me in the house, and then, you know, the rest is history. But, like, what basically what I'm saying is I was back then, and people were promiscuous and doing sneaky stuff, so you can't play yourself with kids. Now, uh, mama, I hit a lick with Kendrick. Mm-hmm. How do you, How do you choose features? Like, do they choose you? Do you do a record and say, I'm going to get Kendrick on this, or do you do record already with Kendrick in mind? Um, no, nah, so for real came to my crib. I was actually getting a tattoo. I was getting a trap house tatted on my leg, and then for real came and played this beat. I had already gave Kendrick something to do. And so when he played this beat, and I had did my verse, and I was like, man, I think Kendrick might just really destroy this song. Man, him just kind of FaceTime until we got it done. The song was done a while ago, but we couldn't get the hook that, that was just crazy enough. I had, man, I had probably eight different hooks on this song. I had a Sway version, a Travis version, a Pharrell version. I had a version, and then we just decided to do it together. I had a Yay version. A hook and everything, so it came it came together like I wanted it to. Now you you break down a jump shot on the record, like you yeah. talk about how to actually follow through and all of that. So, mm-hmm. so what lessons did you learn from college ball that you still implement in your? Well, this is what I learned. Life? This is when I learned um, just playing um, AAU ball. Like mm-hmm. Coach Outlaw was um, rest in peace, Coach Outlaw. I talk about how I learned more from my coaches than I did from my own relatives, which is crazy, but it's not crazy because you spend more time with your coach. You spend more time when you go to school from 8 to 3 or whatever. And then you practice from 4 to 6. Then you go home from 7 to whatever time you go to bed, right? So that's like limited time with your parents. And I've learned through this album what my disconnection was with that, how much I spent time with other people than 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 my own kin. Are you scared to go deeper into the psyche of, of, of Mr. Epstein? Yeah, I got some pain. You know, it's some pain in them. I deal with it pretty good, you know what I'm saying? It's some things that just so close and dear to me. It's just, it's just hard to get out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not average. It's not, it's not, it's not normal. It's really savage. You know some of the things. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I wasn't going around killing and robbing people. But some of the things I did in my community, like I, I probably should have been ashamed of myself. But at the same time, I felt like I ain't had no other option. How do you, how do you navigate through the industry? The industry can be just as evil as the streets. If not yeah, I don't, I don't, but you know, I be by myself. I don't really. I'm, I'm cool with everybody in the industry. I'm sure they all did the resume background check. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they all thought about saying something crazy. And then they like, bro, let, let leave bro alone. You know what I'm saying? He just, that smiling all cap. And that's not like for no respect or nothing like that. It's just like how I move. I respect people. I treat the valet just like I treat the CEO. That's how I do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't on people. I've saw people. I've been in the game long enough to see people get rich, get broke, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And different attitudes change. I think it's dope if I get a fat Super Bowl chick and remain the same. Hell yeah, yeah. I think that's dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Buy a car too. I ain't bothering nobody. Mm-hmm. Buy some property. Opening up another business next week. Like, I ain't bothering nobody. I have a restaurant doing well. I'm opening up uh, members only. A whole another spot in Atlanta. I'm opening up 
um, Pamper Nail Studio. I got a nail shop I'm finna open up like mine for players. Big throne chairs. You coming in, get your foot <laughs> chopped off or whatever you want to do, chopped you know? Chopped off. Yeah, you got, you got, that bad black, <laughs> got that bad black toe they need to. It's for real. <laughs> I got you know, to see black nail surgery. on that. <laughs> you know that dude got a black nail under that thing. And they got commercials that dude be trying to... <laughs> So, now nah, it's just about, man, I love being different. I love being myself. I got to go with my gut, you know, my, my conscience. I really believe in that in that voice that talks to you. I, be, I listen to that voice. I listen to it all the way home. I feel like the, law of, yeah, the law of attraction, I feel like you believe that for real, for real. Nah, man, I've done it too many times. Man. Like, I could tell you now, some stuff about to happen really good. Like, I just all I can tell you. You can hold your n****s. Like, I just dropped the whole shoe of Versace. Like two people DM me they shoe. Like don't DM me your the shoe. Put it up. Support. You know I support y'all. Right. Now cool. You holding it's cool. Cool. Super Bowl come come commercial come out. You DM me. Great job, bro. Tell somebody stop holding your cool. The album come out. LeBron put it up. Hey man, you smart as hell, bro. Tell somebody else stop holding your. You know. Okay, cool. You gonna keep holding your. Cool. I feel like you you don't think you're being celebrated enough, Two Chain. No, nah, I want my roses where I can smell them. No, nah, I want them. I want to get picked up in the sky like I just hit the buzzer beat. I want that. I need that. I hit the game winning shot. I want it. That's wild to me because I mean everybody. I don't know. Maybe maybe because I do it and I see other people do it that I'm not paying attention to who. Because you because you ain't holding your yeah. and you ain't you ain't holding your. You in it for a different reason. You in it for a different reason. And, I, and like when I say things like that, I don't please don't let me sound petty because I'm blessed. You, you're doing fine, Tucci. You just put out yeah, your best good. body of work. I definitely life did. is good. You got a hit TV show. Your family no great. No doubt, man. Good. Don't don't make me seem like I'm don't make me seem like I'm tripping over because I'm not. You asked a legit question on the album. You said, "Would you rather be underrated or unemployed?" Mm. That's what so you listen, listen. On, you man. don't play though, Come bro. On, you listen, listen. Come on, man. To say some of the stuff you saying, he, he, but I ain't gonna lie though. He's all. And then I saw what you and Joe said about this being my album. I was trying, you know, I was trying to get you to hear it early. Yep. But I appreciate you putting that in the air. You know what I'm saying? Still believing in me. Still knowing I can get the job done. All right, Rapper Go to the League is out right now. Two Chains fifth studio album. Good to see you again, my brother. It's the Breakfast Club. All right. I hate Instagram spam, bro. <clears throat> I'm not interested in getting any illustrations. I don't care if you got a huge booty. I don't need mixtape covers. Leave me alone. Oh, I got bro. you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to block that. Please. My right. God. Matter of fact, the, the way you told me to block things, you, that's how you block that. You the one that taught me how to block things. Blacker, blacker. Oh, I just got to add those. Oh, yes, that's what shoot I did. You, right. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. See that? All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Solange. Listen up. It's Justin. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, we were talking about Solange taking over BlackPlanet.com, the social networking site. And now she has dropped a surprise album that came out. Uh, this morning. So it's called When I Get Home. I rolled to it this morning. It's a nice little vibe. Yes, there's, what, 19 songs? 19 songs, yeah. 19 songs, yeah. On this album. Very and quick album. It's only like 40 minutes. She's been trending ever since she put this out this morning. So let's uh, give you guys some clips in case you haven't had a chance to hear anything yet. Uh, Sound of Rain, that's the number one trending song off the album. Here's a piece. Let it 
All right. The number two trending song is Stay Flow. You got it. Oh. There you go. All right. Down, 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 down the floor. Down, down, down on the floor. Tickets get red and they feel it on their face. Talking all day, they don't feel it on their place. Take it on down, they don't feel it on a day. Take it on home and they feel it all the way. Take it on shots and they feel it on their face. It's already a vibe, right? You like uh, that? I'm telling you right now, though, playing all these records like this out of context does this album no job. Yeah. yeah, she said you have to play it all the way through herself. Yeah. Now, My Skin, My Logo, this features Gucci Mane and Tyler, the creator. Gucci got the grill. Gucci got the chill. Gucci coming down with the thing. Got the feels. Gucci on the sheets. Gucci on the speed. I didn't want a soccer. She had Gucci on her cleats. Gucci like to shine, Gucci like to play, Gucci like to come, now he go hard in the pain. Yeah, she made that before the boycott. And just like all of y'all who purchased well, all Gucci that expensive Gucci, just like y'all who purchased all that expensive Gucci before the boycott, you can't just throw that away. Right. <laughs> I got to give y'all this record. It's too fire. I got to get in a, in a vibe for this. All right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, I we, can't we, hear this we, right now. And here's our Almeida featuring Playboy Cardi and The Dream. She said, y'all, I'm filled with so much joy right now. Well, I can't thank y'all enough for this moment and for the feelings I feel in my body. I'm bringing home with me everywhere I go, y'all, and I ain't running from ish no more. Your love lifts me up so high. Thank you. Yeah, playing all these Lucy's is not the move. It's a complete body of work, and it first should be listened to as such. The vibe was perfect this morning, especially in Jersey, because the weather was disgusting, mm. and it was snow on the ground, and they hadn't put salt on the ground yet, so I was forced to drive slow. That's the reason I was late this morning, because I was listening to Solange. Now, she also sampled Devin the Dude, Scarface, and Mike Jones on the album. Okay, H-Town. Other contributions, Tyler, the creator, uh, Cassie, the dream, Gucci, and more. So make sure you guys have a chance to listen to that 1 through, thir- uh, one through 19. Great. Okay. Body of work. Definitely not CIAA music, though. No. No, that ain't gonna nah, that's not going to get me ready for CIAA. That ain't going to be bumping that CIAA this week. Maybe Monday when Listen, I get back. Listen, I got to go to Albany on Saturday. That's like a three, three, three and a half hour drive. Yeah, three and a half hour so drive. that's plenty of time for me to vibe out. All right. Um, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. That was all dedicated to Solange. All right. Now, uh, Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, we need Dog Park Debbie to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have, <laughs> a, have a little word with her. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heel. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Mm. I spilled water all over myself. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right, donkey. champagne bath. I know, right? Jesus. Donkey of the Day for Friday, March 1st, goes to a young lady in Massachusetts that the internet is named Dog. 
Park, Debbie. Now, I hate when things like this happen because for whatever reason, they do not release the names of these white-collar criminals. And yes, I call them white-collar criminals because whenever a white person calls the police on a black person for no reason, it should be considered a crime. Because whenever a black person has an interaction with the police, it's a great chance our lives are in danger. And even if our lives aren't in danger, it feels like it because of the way my anxiety is set up. So I propose that whenever a white-collar crime is committed, said white person should be fined a substantial amount. Now, the latest white-collar crime was committed by Dog Park Debbie. And the reason she is being called Dog Park Debbie is because she was walking her dog at an employee dog park. And so was a brother by the name of Franklin Baxley. Dropping the clues bombs for Franklin Baxley. Don't even know this guy and I like him, okay? Now, Franklin was walking his dog. If you have any doubts that Franklin is black, let the record show that his dog's name is Ducey. Really? Drop one of clues bombs for Franklin again, man. Ducey is his okay. dog's right. name, named after Jay-Z's cognac. Well, Franklin was walking Ducey. What stupid. Inside joke. <laughs> well, Franklin was walking Ducey, and Franklin said that he visits the dog park twice a day, and all the dogs get excited when a new one is here, okay? Well, when Dog Park Debbie walked in with her little mayonnaise-flavored mutt, Ducey got excited. He ran over and started humping on poor helmets. Uh, Franklin immediately removed Ducey's penis from the mayonnaise jar and apologized. Franklin said to Dog Park Debbie, said to him, you should leave because your dog keeps doing that. Franklin told Dog Park Debbie he wasn't leaving, and she took out her phone, called 911. Let's hear it. Honestly, I'm just trying to... You're not trying to help me. No, you're not trying to help me. I know the rules. You're not I, the, the, the dogs. Rules. I'm obeying the rules. What are you talking about? I'm you right here. You can't allow your dog aggressively on top of another the dog. The dogs hump each other every day. And opinion. I took him off. The, I took him opinion. off. And I know That's it's my opinion. But you don't call the cops over it. That's, That's all I'm law. saying. And it's not an opinion that dogs hump every day. Okay, it's two dogs humping right now. I can guarantee you that dogs absolutely hump every day. Well, when Dog Park Debbie walked uh, w- walked in, you know what I'm saying? She got upset. She called. And this is why white-collar criminals need to be fined. All right, you are wasting valuable police man hours. It is real crimes that are going on in Massachusetts that police could be tending to, but they are being distracted from the real issues because people like Dog Park Debbie are so afraid of the big, scary black man that she has to call 911 just because Lil Ducey wanted some mayonnaise on his dog treat. All right, what bothers me about this is you called the police on Franklin, but what do you want the police to do? What would the charge be? You called the police on Franklin, well, you might as well call the police on Mother Nature. Call the police on God. Because dogs hump other dogs. Not because their owners tell them to, but because that's the way dogs are designed. It's just that easy, okay? Dogs mount other dogs. They hump other dogs. Not even for sexual reasons sometimes. Just because they are excited, okay, are seeking attention. All right, when dogs are unsure of their place in the pack, they're more likely to hump to see how many dogs will accept their behavior, which usually just leads to fights with other dogs, okay? Dogs. Park Debbie is actually being a Debbie dog downer because she's ruining the fun. All right, you're not going to tell me that this hasn't happened to you before in this dog park. So let's be honest here. It's not the dog humping that's got you bothered. It's the black man that's walking the dog that got you bothered. In fact, you probably value the life of Ducey more than you value the life of Franklin Baxley. The problem wasn't the puppy. The problem was your prejudice. Please let Kathy Griffin handle my white work. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. And drop one of the clues bombs for Franklin naming his dog Ducey. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Sticking Ducey. with the times. All right. You know? 
I like that. All right. Now, when we come back, Steve Stout will be joining us. He's bringing his new artist, Chopper. Now, is, this, is Chopper considered his artist? Because I know he signed to United Masters. United Masters is Steve Stout's venture. And he's managed by his mother. Yeah, because there's a lot of other artists on United Masters. I don't, I don't know if that's his artist person. Well, we'll find out next. Yeah. He has a deal at, uh, for distribution. All right, we'll yeah. talk to him next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Back, back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Steve Stout and his new artist, Chopper. I just started hearing about Chopper because Chopper turned down a $3 million record deal to sign with your United Masters. Yeah. And you know, Steve Stout doesn't really uh, roll with artists that much. Yeah, I've never seen like this that, in years. So. <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to come and support this young man because he made a very important decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, he decided to be independent, to own his rights, and, uh, you know, go with an independent company. And a lot of young guys, 16 years old, would have taken the money, obviously, and we know how that all ends. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, nobody ends that. That story doesn't end well. I've never met an artist in my life that ever said... One of the best decisions I ever made was signing with a record company. Mm. Well, Chopper, how did you come to that decision to be independent? Really? Just owning all your stuff? Because, like, I think a lot of rappers, when they sign, they think short-term. But long-term, like, you're not making no money out the, you know what I'm saying, the song, because at the end of the day, the label owns that song. Mm-hmm. But, but if you own your music, you know what I'm saying, that's your song, you're making money. Have you watched other people's mm-hmm. stories and been like, I don't want to end up like that? Yeah. You're 16, though. Like, I, I, I love it because a lot of people, you know, don't, they don't have that type of vision. $3 million is a lot of money, you know? What makes you think I'm going to be able to make more than this in the next couple of years? Well, it's really just when you feel, I ain't no cocky type thing, but it's like, you know, your worth type thing. Mm-hmm. Three million, you know what I'm saying? I think I can make more than three million. Yeah. But that's it. Boy, it's the white man's worst nightmare, Steve. Black people, <laughs> young black, black men people, doing their yeah. work. Oh, yeah. Well, they, it, look, I, I've always believed that record company contracts were very similar to, to sharecropping, right? Like, you don't really own this shit, And they make you believe you own it. And it's a bank. It's going to make, it, it, it's, 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 it's a usury bank loan. Mm. You know, like bank loans, there's laws against the amount of interest you can charge on a bank loan. Record company contracts are just bank loans with the most ridiculous interest rates, if you ever calculate it, that would be against the law. But they it's worse than that because they actually own it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an example of what yes to, uh, what's yet to come. These changes take place over generations. So you got a 16-year-old guy who says, you know what, this is what I'm doing. And it changes a generation that goes, you know what, I don't need this anymore. Instagram and social media is the new MTV, and Apple and Spotify is the new record store. What, what do I need you for? Mm-hmm. And you look at it. I mean, this guy put out the music on his own. I mean, song in a month got 50, is that 15 million views on YouTube. What does he need a record company owning that for? Mm. That's all. And yeah, everybody should know. You know your worth. You know your worth. He knows his worth. I certainly know mine. And like, that's the way we move and going forward. That's that's the power that we all possess. How so does United, Ma- United Masters? Yeah, how does that work? How yeah. does United Masters work? We're a distribution company. He's not signed to us. Mm-hmm. We distribute the work that he owns. And I own so, it. Yeah, we yeah we distribute the work that he owns. So we're just a distribution partner for him. We allow his music to go from the studio onto Spotify, onto Apple. So we distribute to all the streaming platforms. For title him. and they push, title. It, they push it. They push it just like a label would do. Mm-hmm. But you own your music. What what is United Masters? For people who don't know. Distribution. Distribution. I know, but I'm saying for people watching who just 
For people who don't know what it is, if you're an artist and you want to get your music out all over the world, but you don't want to sign to a record company or a record company hasn't contacted you, you can put your music up on YouTube on your own. Mm -hmm. Easy. But to get your music on Amazon, Tidal, Apple, Spotify, you need a distribution company to do that. And we also not only distribute it for you, but we collect on your behalf and pay you uh, the money on Mm -hmm. your behalf. So it's basically a service that allows independent artists to get their music distributed and to collect the money and pay them. And then he pays you out of that money. Yeah. Okay. For the services that you provide. And he sees it in real time. Mm -hmm. It's transparent. So whatever the money that comes in is earned, he sees it. It's not like, uh, you know, don't call, I'll call you when the money comes in and checks in the mail. Nonsense. You know, record companies, they'd pay you, they'll give you an advance and you'll get like a statement once every six months. I mean, you get paid over long, long periods of time. This is, he sees it seven days, 14 days, 28 days. You see exactly what your song generated and you get paid that money. Now, what if wow. he needs marketing, promotions? Does United Masters provide those services also? Yeah, that's why we're here right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Chopper, you would not be here if you was not signed to United Masters. <laughs> 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 I, mean, yeah. say, I didn't say that, bro. <laughs> I didn't say that, young man. Y'all got a partnership with the NBA, right? Oh, yeah. What is that? Well, that's another thing that we did. We decided, like, not only do we want to do distribution, but we want to provide to your point, services. And one of the services, my my strong set, my skill is in brands. It's what I've, you know, I went for music and I built an advertising company, as you guys, well, if you don't know, now you know. I built an advertising company. And um, I wanted to be able to bring that service to artists that were assigned to United Masters or was working with us. So the NBA is our first partner with many more partnerships to uh, announcements to follow where we allow your music to actually be used in all of the NBA content. Mm-hmm. The NBA has 1.5 billion followers with their social footprint. They have 26 billion views of their content. All the music that's behind that all goes to United Masters. How much it, does United Masters take from the artists? Uh, 10%. Oh, okay. If you Depending on the deal, but if you're just distribution mm-hmm. with zero services, you just go through our service, it's 10%. I, I want to know for Chopper, like, how hard was it not only to turn down the $3 million, but not to, like, sign a deal because that's everybody's dream as a young artist to sign a record deal I'm be honest like it wasn't hard at all really it's just you know what I'm saying everything I do every move you make gotta be your best mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying a good move I just feel like that move of signing wasn't a good move you know what I'm saying if you working you working hard you doing this you know that you know what I'm saying money gonna come three million that three million right now but if you you working hard you, you know what I'm saying, working, doing what you're doing, you could probably make five million in one year instead of just that three million you had, then they're gonna recuperate that anyway. It's just the first thing he's when I sat down with him, he said he talked about how much money he paid for the video and how much money he paid for the studio time and how much money he got back. <laughs> he made five X's investment Profit. on YouTube. He said that immediately. This is like meeting one. I'm like, who talks like that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm paying attention to every little thing. And my belief that independent artists is the wave of the future. That these labels, honestly, are nothing more. They they serve the purpose at a time. But for for centuries, all they've done is taken away. You know, I just was I was with Al Sharpton yesterday. Uh, how did Al Sharpton get in this? I'll tell you. Well, Al Sharpton used to be James Brown Roadman, right? Manager, right? And Al Sharpton was telling me yesterday that as many times as James Brown has been sampled on the whole thing, this man sat in the morgue for 70 days 
there was not five thousand dollars to 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 pay for his funeral because he didn't own the music. And we we just sit when Prince wrote "Slave" on his face, we were looking at it like it was crazy. He knew Mm -hmm. they they put "Slave" in the recording contracts. The original copy is called "The Master," and the duplicates are called "Slaves." Lord have mercy. These things are just wild to me. And when you look at it, you know it was like motherfuckers was hopping around, skipping and happy because they got a record deal, and they turn around and you can't pay for your funeral. Now, whether he blew the money or did whatever he did um, uh, in James Brown case, if he owned his rights, he, been, he wouldn't have been in that situation. Right. I don't like any of that. We need to protect his rights, not own his rights. All right, we got more with Steve Stout and Chapel. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Steve Stout and his artist Chopper in the building. Charlemagne? got to ask you, do, do you accept Dame Dash's apology? Yeah. Yeah. I, by the way, I, I told Dame Dash about a year ago um, that a lot of the things that he had said and professed during his the height of his career with Rockefeller um, and Rockaware was uh, way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. I told him that. And, um, and I felt that I had to say that to him because... While I was building this company, I was thinking through all of the guys who sacrificed to help pave the way, um, to teach in their own way that we should be owning ourselves and owning our and empowering ourselves. And he's on that short list of guys who did that. Mm -hmm. So I definitely called him and told him that. So, you know, the fact that, you know, he called, you know, he he apologized. I I didn't like the fact that he actually put me in the category of a culture vulture. That's crazy to me Mm -hmm. that he would do it. In fact... I think culture vulture is a great idea, and there are a lot of culture vultures, a lot of guys out there borrowing and stealing and ripping off the culture right now, and a lot of them are getting supported by us, and they don't even realize that we're that they are stealing mm. our shit. Um, so I support the theory of culture vultures, and I would love to like work with them, and let's put those guys on blast. But the fact that he ever called me that was wild to me, and I hope that's what he apologized for, because there's nothing at all that I've ever done in my entire career that would even categorize me close to that. All I've ever done was push the culture forward from day one. That's all I've done. And that's all I am, I'm ever gonna do. Mm-hmm. If I, what success is to me is did I move the culture forward? When I went into advertising, nobody gave a about advertising. And why would you leave the record business to go into advertising? Because I wanna take what I learned from the record business and put that in the advertising business. Mm-hmm. Nobody was gonna put Jada Kiss on, TV, doing a commercial back in 2001 right. with Allen Iverson. Who would do that? Mm-hmm. Who's going to give Jay-Z sneakers? You think Jay-Z sneaker and 50 Cent sneaker and Pharrell sneaker has nothing to do with why all these guys got sneakers today? Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with why. That's my job. I've taken that job. So anybody who says anything to me that is not complimentary of the of what I've contributed to get us all where we are today is in the music business is out of their fucking mind. Uh, and they need to—they need an education on on on, on Steve Stout to even talk about anything that's not like that. I didn't push the culture forward or anyhow. I just went on a little rant. I guess I got upset. I don't like that. Type of <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question if you don't mind. Talk to us. What do you think about like? What do you think about the Gucci situation? Um, I think I have a lot of thoughts on that that I've been trying to figure out. Um. I do think they absolutely need diversity there. I also feel like it's a foreign company 
And I don't know what the sensitivities are to certain things. I do know that that turtleneck was up on the side. It wasn't like it just got put up because I have the sweatpants that's in the picture. Um, so I had seen it, and I didn't think... You got the, there's a matching... T- uh... No, it's not matching. It's just the picture. <laughs> I, know I, I just I looked at the website, like, months ago, and I yeah. had seen it on there. Okay. And I didn't think they were trying to do, like, a black face. I didn't think that was the intention of it. I thought it was just, like, an ugly turtleneck, and I was like, why would I want to put a turtleneck over my face and get makeup on it. You know, just that's just what my thought was. So I didn't really... And I know a lot of people had to have seen it before that because it was, it was up for months. So I don't know that their intent was to be like, okay, we're going to do this blackface um, turtleneck. I do think that it's great for them to uh, have them called out for that and yeah. for them to impl- implement these plans of diversity that they better follow up on. Yeah. yeah. So my point of view on it, I... I... Part of, again, moving culture forward, I put Dapper Dan with Gucci mm-hmm. um, a year and a half ago to do that and put that arrangement together. And what I've been saying for years is that black people, African Americans, is the best consumers in the world because they buy products that aren't marketed to them. Right. For some strange reason, if something isn't marketed to African Americans, they look at it as aspirational. I, I want to get that, even though they're not talking to me directly. In the case of Gucci, absolutely, I don't. Their intent wasn't to be um, harmful, but they're culturally completely unaware. Culturally clueless. And it's because they 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 look at they they must look at African Americans specifically and go, they like big logos and bright colors, but not necessarily understand the depth or have any nuance to what really is offensive or not, which means they can do programs with, uh, you know, getting young black designers in the company and all that, that's cool. But they need, like, a black executive or black executives on their board. They need a diversity council. Mm -hmm. You can't sit in Italy and understand exactly the nuances without having black people over there or people that are in the culture informing you constantly. Not one-day masterclass, a constant flow of information helping you stay on the right and and I'm sure they do it I'm sure there's a there's a Chinese version of offensive right, right? there in yeah. China I'm sure there's I don't multiple... know what's offensive to people in Italy yeah, if you I know was to... to exactly you we may say pizza wrong we don't even know yeah, what's yeah, offensive yeah. to them mamma mia and so you got to have so if that if that's your customer base you got to put people in there that understand it because you you're going to make these mistakes on a regular basis the other thing I don't want to I don't want this to get lost. It's not only them. By the way, this is the, this is Hermes that had Oprah Winfrey standing outside right. and didn't let her in the store, right? So whether it be Oprah Winfrey and Hermes or Prada with the monkey in the bag or you you or the, or the brand that had the noose, um, Burberry. Burberry. What they're all saying is we're foreign companies and we don't fucking know. <laughs> and what I'm saying is all of you luxury brands that are sitting over in Europe that are getting our dollars, put a diversity council together, put young people like such as yourself as yourself and be like, you have that around you. If your intention is not to make mistakes like that, then you should have people around you that'll make sure that you never make those mistakes. I think they have to know though, it's too specific. Like the Sambo lips, the monkey, the noose. I got too I got a thing about the noose. Talk to me. I, I think I told him this, I don't know who I told it. On with the noose. <laughs> I don't see how, you know what I'm saying, it's black, it's being black, how you can get offended by that. I look at it like this, like we were trans. Like, 
Do you, do you not see that? You know what I mean? You like need, You need media training. That is it, the stupidest thing what? I've ever heard in my life. For real? Yes, lynching. Lynching. You, you, you need to do the history of lynching in America, my brother. I know that, but I'm saying, so this... You don't have no resemblance. No. Well, it's an actual noose. People. No. I thought it was just a noose. Even if they would have just had ropes hanging and not tied into a noose, that was the issue. It was supposed to be a nautical theme for Burberry. It could have been just the ropes hanging, but instead it was tied into a noose around your neck. There's a specific way that a a rope is tied where it goes from, oh, that's just a rope, to that's specifically a noose. noose. And um, that is absolutely. It's so offensive. That's why. That's what got Jesse Smollett. Yeah, that's why he used. That's that why word. he looks like a clown. Yeah, he was. Di- he was trying to do it all. He was trying to turn this into his moment. And you know what? You guys are talented. You're talented. I've, and I've watched from an outside. I've watched you get better over time. Better, much better interview. A much better interview. Much more in depth journalistic perspective on things. Kudos to you on that. You're real talent. Unfortunately. We're in an era where fame and talent are at odds. Yeah, yeah. And people will do anything for fame. Mm -hmm. You know, it don't sound ridiculous anymore that Kim Kardashian made a sex tape. If you can have a... If if you know that a sex tape can get you that, you're doing that all day long. We got to move away from that because I I don't want the talent to get lost behind that fame. The fame is... and, And there are talented people who are going like this. You know what? I'm going to opt out the talent check the fame box because that's just working. Fame is getting rewarded. And people are doing dumb for fame. That's what Jesse Smollett did it for. Mm-hmm. He did it for fame. That's he did it, it for attention. That drug of attention is a real problem. You did. You took this opportunity and you guys turned it into something that everybody around the world talks about the Breakfast Club. It's a privilege to be on the Breakfast Club. That's cause Your talent did that. It wasn't no stupid that did that. We got some stupid shit. Here, but yeah, we didn't. Stupid shit gonna happen all the yeah. time. But we didn't plan it. Stupid shit gonna happen it all the happens. time. But 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 talent got you where you are, mm-hmm. and and talent's always gonna win in the long run. I agree. All right. My man Steve Stout, yeah. Chopper. Where can what, give me your Instagram? And, and all that Chopper. Chopper with six P's. Chopper with six P's. Yeah. What's your YouTube page? And Ellie Chopper. Okay. And UnitedMasters.com. UnitedMasters at UnitedMasters. UnitedMasters.com. And let's go get it. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Good morning. It's Friday, damn it. It is Friday. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk to Rockefeller Biopic. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Biggs, a.k.a. Kareem Biggs-Burke, uh, just sat down for an interview with Revolt TV, and he uh, talked about the Rockefeller biopic that he's working on. You know, he was one of the founders of Rockefeller. He said, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm working on it now. And he said the film is going to be like one of the great gangster flicks. Um, mm. He talks about his story and his story alongside Jay-Z and Damon Dash, and he said it's going to be told in cinematic style similar to The Godfather Part Two. I can't uh, see uh, Sean Carter allowing that, and I'm going to tell you why. Because remember when he was supposed to do the Black Book Mm-hmm. With Dream Hampton, and he said it was uh, too personal. Yeah, I feel like Biggs would have to reveal so much personal stuff from that situation. I don't think he'd want to be a part of that. 
He said, uh, showing us his kids. Hmm. He said, it'll probably be separate stories of Jay, Dame, and myself, all the hardships, all the pain. He said, being evicted, living in a shelter, staying in people's houses and floors for two years, Jay losing his father at four years old. Hmm. When his father left him, Dame losing his mom at 14 years old and having to put himself through private school, all of the hardships. Is it too early for them? No. Not at all. It's not right. Not at Definitely all. Definitely not. Because it seems like Rockefeller is, I don't want to say done, but, you know, Jay got a new chapter. Big's yeah, got a new no chapter. Yeah, Rockefeller Records Dame anymore, has a new so. chapter, so capping that Rockefeller would be that amazing. That Rockefeller Records great. chapter I would is love closed, to see that. but now they all have their own different ventures. Absolutely. They just seem so young. Or maybe I just want them to seem young because it makes me feel so old. <laughs> maybe. How old was Tina when they did What's Love Got to Do With It? Um, I don't know. It's always a good gauge for me. You were about that. 17 when that when that happened. But I, I mean, no Rockefeller Records it doesn't isn't you know make putting out records anymore. So since that chapter is done, you can't do something. I'm here for it. I'm watching it. Okay? I definitely want to see it. For it. All right, Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch is back on the market. Who owns that right now? Uh, the family. They still own it. Yeah, I would think so. So they're trying to sell it. Uh, it's been now rebranded as the Sycamore Valley Ranch. It's you been listed now. should not have sick in the name of that ranch, okay? For 31... Especially with all the alleged sick, sick things that happened there. It's been listed for $31 million. Now, originally, the asking price was $100 million. Why don't they just turn it into when they a real first park? put it on the market back in 2015. So according to the real estate agent, they said the decision to relist with a reduced price was because the timing is right now for a new stewardship. Why just don't turn it into a real park? I'm I'm with you. Turn you know it to a, a, a museum, museum slash park. I let, think that would be dope. Let people come there, ride the rides, you know what I'm saying? Serve hot dogs. Well, that would have to mean that the family then would still have to maintain it. Pay maybe not it. hot dogs. It, it would sell itself. Yeah, but maybe they don't feel like having to go through all that. Mm. Maybe yeah, they, just, they get a property manager to take care of it. And maybe they'd rather just cash out. Donate I don't know. The money. I can't speak for what the state or the family wants to do. We do know that that HBO documentary is coming out this weekend, the Leaving Neverland two-part, four-hour documentary with that, the testimonies of Wade Robeson and James Safechuck and Oprah's going to be hosting afterward. They could do a haunted house at Neverland where they have like a Michael Jackson that looks like Momo running through the house scaring people. That would be... That's what I'm saying. That like, would it's all be kind dope. of ways to make money with Neverland. I don't know if they want that dope, but that would be dope. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. That would be a huge operation. The people they would have to pay and hire, and maybe they just don't want to do that. Maybe Neverland has too many bad memories for the family now that Michael's not there. They feel bad every time they see it. That's true. All right, now let's talk about Jesse Smollett and the brothers who allegedly took part in what they are saying is a staged attack because we still don't know what happened. Now they have released a statement uh, through their lawyer saying, my clients have tremendous regret over their involvement in this situation, and they understand how it has impacted people across the nation, particularly minority communities, and especially those who have been victims of hate crimes themselves. So that is the statement now, and that's their first statement that they have released a public apology. All right, Ariana Grande and Big Sean, they were spotted together getting a little cozy uh, in his car after a recording studio session in L.A., they said she was at the studio first. Big Sean showed up after, and then she came outside. She had her dog with them. If you guys remember, she did think it was going to last because she did even uh, mention that in Thank You Next. And then even in her music video, her burn book shows that she still thinks that Sean is so cute, so sweet, and could still get it. She wrote that in her burn book. Mm. So who knows? Maybe the two of them will end up is he still with Janae Aiko? I don't want to be no girl. I don't, know. I don't think so. What? 
I wouldn't want to be in no woman's burn book. That sounds crazy. Right. Don't you burn. I don't give a gun a real. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't put me in no <laughs> burn book. I don't think you're burned. in anybody's book anyway, Charlotte. Nobody misses you, bro. Yeah, and I thought you never had an STD. Uh, right now, Lala Anthony. Don't sound good. Lala Anthony and Mel B, they were on Drop the Mic in the freestyle battle, and Lala went first. Let's see how you think she did. Yo, it's important that I say one thing off the bat. Mel B is an icon, I'll admit that. Spice Girls were huge, had hits so consistent, but you were nothing more than Victoria's assistant. What's up with that look, Mel? Are you even trying? I thought you were scary, Spice, not terrifying. Her style, her singing, they both are disgrace. If you want to be her lover, then you got horrible taste. Okay, La. Yeah, you know, come on now. You know La La Hip Hop. Not from the Bronx. Hey. You know she's from the Bronx. Okay, she should have ended it with a... All right, next up, Mel B. Let's see if she uh, ripped Lala. Lala used to be a VJ, so correct me if I'm wrong. But all she ever did was introduce my hit songs. She was so god awful, if you remember. Because of her, MTV stopped playing videos forever. You married a baller who can't bring a title home. So he gave you a ring, but he can't get one of his own. Camilla's a ball hog who takes it to the glass. So you're the first time ever that he wish he had passed. Wow. Her delivery was trash. Yeah, but delivery you know was what? Trash. It sounds too polite. Was but it, but it sounds wrote too that. polite. The boss is better. <laughs> Whoever wrote that, though. Yeah, Whoever wrote that, that was all right. Now. How you know she didn't write it? I don't know. That's the delivery was trash. That's, That's messed why. up. But, but VJs are supposed to introduce videos. That's what they do. <laughs> oh, stop it. You, right. You're taking it personal now. Stop she it. She said Lala was god awful. I don't remember Lala being god awful on, on direct effects back in the day. He might owe me five minutes after that. You said not god awful. Is that what you I don't remember being awful at all. She wasn't. That's all you have to say. You have to say god awful. <laughs> All right, well, it is Friday, and uh, you know, I don't know if you were here, Charlamagne, when Envy said this yesterday, but you know, the way we close out every Friday from now on... Dramos, it is Freaky Freaky Friday, right? Yeah, you have the job, Jamos? Oh, my butt holding you down here. All right. One more time? Please. Please. All right, so that's what we gotta do, because it's wow. Friday. Wow. Envy right. is crazy. Right. Wow. I'm sure that was taken out of context. I'm sure that was taken out of context. How could that be out of context? Freaky. Right. Play it again. Please. Close my butthole to get out of here. Wow. I'm, I'm close. Never mind. Does it close, though? So explain how this could be taken out of context. I don't want to. Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else. Who is context? Do what Envy does. Shout to. Who is context? Ja Rule. Who out of him? Ja Rule's birthday is on in a leap year, on a leap year, so he didn't get to celebrate it yesterday, nor does he celebrate it today, so we're going to celebrate it right now for ja Rule. How do you know when he's celebrating? I don't know, but his birthday is... How do you know he's not celebrating it today? I saw a picture of him on a golf course. His birthday's on the 29th. Today's the 1st, yesterday's the 28th. So he's celebrating today. So we're celebrating for him. We're going to get into a Ja Rule mix. Let me know your favorite Ja party. joint. What? I don't think he wants you at this party. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you out here with open buttholes. Clo he can close it. I can close it. Wow. Yeah, I'm closing my butthole. I'm getting out of here, man. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to 2 Chains for joining us this morning. 2 Chains, his album is out now. Rapper, go to the... No, what is it called? Rap or go to the league? Yeah, rap or go it's to the a, league. It's right. a lot of good music out. I mean, you got to really salute Atlanta. The Offset album, the 2 Chains album. I heard Gunner's album is good. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, yeah, we listened Solange to it. Solange put out a little vibe for the wife, for, mm -hmm. you and, for you and the wife this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of good music out, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, all weekend long, I'm going to be, I'm going to listen to Solange album on Monday because all weekend long, I'm out in Charlotte for CIAA. 
Oh, yeah, salon job is definitely not for CIAA. Nah, I'm, I'm now, Monday. Now, now, maybe early in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you just vibing, meditating on a balcony somewhere. Maybe. I doubt it. I doubt it, though. <laughs> we, we, I'll, I'll vibe with that Monday. So tonight, I'm going to be at uh, Candy Ball with Mr. Ruggs. And then, of course, Saturday is our Breakfast Club. Wait, with Ruggs? Yeah, Mr. Ruggs. You can't just slide over that. What's up, Ruggs? That's yeah. my guy. And Saturday, uh, the Breakfast Club Day Party, our annual day party. Shout to Louis V. It's also his birthday celebration, so we're going to be partying for Louis V. Saturday night. my guy, Louis V. Saturday night, Howl at the Moon. And then Sunday, uh, Lucky's Bar and Arcade. And then I'll be back Sunday night. Well, listen, I'm going to be listening to Solange's album because I'm going to be in my car on a nice three-hour drive. I'm going to Albany, and I'll actually be on a Black Women in Media panel that's presented by SUNY Albany's NAACP. And that's going to be with Ashley Sharpton and Rakia Mays. So that should be really fun. So if you guys are in Albany, make sure you come through for this Women of Color in Media, women, Black Women in Media panel that we have going on. I'll okay. be doing absolutely nothing, okay? My daughter got a cheerleading competition this weekend, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what I will be doing. That's eight right? hours of just sitting there watching. But if you do want to support anything that I do, you can always, uh, you know, go to pbs.org and watch Bakari Sellers. While I breathe, I hope. Or you can go to Hulu and watch Noriega's On the Run Eating. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are two couple, couple things I executive produce. All right. While, well. you're sit, sit, while you're sitting around doing nothing like me, you can watch that. Watch all of those things. You know what I'm going to be watching, too, after that this weekend? What's that? Uh, that Teddy Pendergrass movie. I started, listen, I am so excited. Oh, it I looks saw that. so good How on Showtime. Yeah, yeah, the documentary. I saw. I watched that and I watched the uh, Sam Cooke documentary. I watched the Sam Cooke one already. I thought the Teddy Pendergrass one was on Netflix, so I looked on that. But it's on I Showtime. Yeah, but it's on Showtime, so. Hey, drop one of Clues Bombs for Tyrese. Tyrese back working, man. He's Ty- back working. They just announced the Teddy Pendergrass movie is getting in production yesterday. He's playing Teddy Pendergrass. That's right. So, and oh, Lee Daniels is directing. So let me ask you a question. So we are not boycotting Gucci anymore. Is it over? Because I see Lee, da- Lee Daniels wearing a Gucci sweater during the post he posted yesterday. Lee Daniels don't give a damn about what y'all doing. Okay. That's what no. That's what oh, by the way, no, that post was before uh, the Gucci boycott, though. Oh, uh, it was before? Yeah, yeah, because that, that was after they did the, the pitch meeting for the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that was a while ago. Right, I just wanted pitch. to make sure. All right. All right, when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, you guys have a great weekend. Charlamagne. Yes. You got a positive note for the people? Yes, man. I mean, I got a positive note. I want to say salute to y'all. Enjoy the weekend. But I want to tell you, man, don't waste words on people who deserve your silence. Sometimes the most powerful thing you can say is nothing at all. Remember that this weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?